forward progress. What we will remember more than anything else about this game was the way Gardner limped back onto the field. Welcome back to another episode of Forward Progress. I'm your host, Devin Gardner. And I'd like to start with this quote. Let your life mean something. Become an inspiration to others so that they may try to do more and become more than they thought they ever could. Because of this week's guest, I thought that anything was possible for a kid that grew up on the east side of Detroit. Hope is something that is often stripped away from inner city kids, but for me, Brandon Graham was my hope. Without ever knowing it or ever meeting me, Brandon Graham changed the entire course of my life. He was a beacon of light for a kid who was desperately searching for a reason to believe that anything was possible. BG is so many things, a great mentor, a kind friend, former All-American at the University of Michigan, former first round pick, a pro bowler, a Super Bowl champ, but most importantly of all, he's a great husband and father. He's been the standard for kids in Detroit and I can't wait for you to hear his story, how we became friends, what it was like to strip sack the best quarterback in the history of football to win a Super Bowl and so much more. But first, as always, here's Jay Reed with Four Progress. Your hustle gotta be harder than anything that you fear. Gotta know how to tune out the haters that you gon' hear. Gotta get started now, you can celebrate in a year. Cause somebody gon' need your gift, don't be stingy, you got the cure. It's all factual, and we all tactical. You think Devin Gardner got farther from being practical? You think he ain't work for the blessings that he was asking for? You think he ain't work on his weaknesses after practice, though? All right, that was Jay Reed, and this is my idol that became my friend that became my brother brandy Graham. how are we doing brandon nah man we doing good man over here busy with the kids and the family i mean i would imagine you know brandon now has two children that are gonna be monsters i'm pretty sure whatever they do because you know bg <laughs> thanks for coming on the show man i know you, you're busy and, and you got stuff going but i appreciate you for coming and joining us on forward progress Yep, I appreciate you having me on, man. It was, um, you know, I knew I was getting on one of these days. I just was, you know, yeah. just seeing how you was doing, man. Love watching you. Appreciate you for real. How, how how's Carla doing? How's Carla and the little baby BGs? How they doing? How everybody doing? You know, everybody doing good. Uh, Carla really doing good because I'm here for the off season and she get to move around because uh, during yeah. the season I get to move around. She get to she yeah. got to stay at the house. So. That's the biggest thing, um, you know, uh, just enjoying her time right now. So this is going to be a lot of storytelling this episode for, for everybody at home. And I know you guys know BG as this. You know, you got that, that the one highlight at Michigan where you smashed that, the, the running back from Michigan State, right? You got Tom Brady. You, you win the Super Bowl. You just strip sack Tom Brady. So everybody look at you as this vicious guy, right? Well, I'm going to give y'all a story of, uh, that's not so vicious. He's a smooth operator. Don't let him fool you, right? So, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a, well, I don't know, what grade I'm, what, I'm a sophomore, freshman or college or whatever, or junior maybe. And uh, we go on and, and his, proposal, his proposal to his now wife. Yeah, we was downtown right there on Woodward. Uh, well, no, it was around, it was another street, but it's close by Woodward. Uh, but by, uh, and you can, it overlooks the, uh, the, the, the Tiger Stadium. Yeah, the that. Tiger Stadium, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying my best not to give it away because I already know what's going to happen, right? It's me, you, Silly, and, and, and Carla, right? And the camera person, right? So we're going yeah. up the thing and they're talking about, you know, giving back to Pal, you know, please athletic league and all this stuff. 
And she just, you know, she don't have no idea, right? We get up, you know, she's walking out and she's looking over the, the horizon. It's a beautiful view. And then BG pulls out the ring. He proposes. This is the man we're talking to, not just a, a, a killer on the field. He has a kind heart. He's a smooth operator is what he is. <laughs> man that's that's you man you already know um you gotta you gotta keep it you gotta keep it fun gotta keep it spicy and man uh you gotta you, you can't be predictable that's the number one thing yeah so i want to talk about how i first got introduced to brandon where i wasn't brandon wasn't introduced to me i first got introduced to him and, and i told you this story before i really mm -hmm. contemplate never telling you but uh i decided to tell you so I'm in fifth or sixth grade, right? I'm, I'm kind of acting out, you know, not really being the greatest version of, you know, myself. I'm getting in trouble all the time. Got good grades, but then so my teacher pulled me to the side and one day and she she had this article, right? And I, and I happen to have it still right here, right? She had this article, right? Talking about the person we're talking to right now. There he is right there, the big guy right there, all the, you know, flexing or whatever, right? She gave me this article and I read all through it and it's like, man, it's, He's the best linebacker we ever seen, but you know, he's he's going to Michigan, all these things. And she at the end says, you can never possibly become this if you don't get your act together. Right. So from that day forward, I pinned it up on my on my light switch at my house and looked at it every single day, right? I'm gonna be the number one quarterback in the country because BG was the number one player in the state and in the country for, for him. And so that inspiration kind of had me trying to change everything that I was. You know, you know, I, I started being a better person and, and just trying to do more. And uh, and I thought it was really possible. Right. You know, little kids always think that they're going to be professional athletes. But you made it uh, possible that I can go to Michigan, too. So I have to thank you for that. And that's how I met BG without BG even ever meeting me. No, but that's cool, though, man. You did tell me that story. And I, I, I really appreciate that because, man, it just let you know it gave me a boost, you know, to keep on going, keep pushing, because, um you know, I know that, you know, people, you, like you said, you, you just never know how you're going to be introduced or mm -hmm. like, or people, or how people going to get to know who you are. Um, and so that introduction right there was cool, man, to be able to, you know, help you in your career. And, you know, you had a hell of a career, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I know um, the guy got, got ways of showing people on different, taking different routes and stuff like that. But man, I feel like you in a good spot right now, man. I'm loving that for you. And all I really want is you just, everybody to just be, you know, happy every day, man, as much as they can. That's all BG wants. <laughs> BG just want everybody to be happy every day. For real, because, man, it's like it's too much negative going on out here anyway. Yeah. So the hardest part is deciding to be happy. So, yeah. you know. It's a yeah. choice. I agree. It's definitely a choice. So second time I'm introduced to BG without knowing BG yet, I still don't know him, but I, 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 <laughs> I don't think I ever told you this. So I, I think I'm in seventh, sixth, seventh grade. You, it's your senior year in, in high school, right? So I'm supposed to go to Crockett, right? You know, I know Coach Oh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to go to Crockett. Maybe, you know, I'm deciding on what school I want to go to for high school. I'm supposed to go to Crockett. So we go to your playoff game, right? Y'all quarterback was number nine. I remember that. And um, you're playing, right? And I'm telling you, I'm looking at this 55 running around, and he is killing everybody. And I'm just looking like, I'm looking at my brother took me. I'm looking at my brother like, oh, do you think that I'm about to go to that school with him there? Absolutely not. Because in my head, right, Little League football, everybody live in practice. Well, now they probably don't, but everybody live, right? Quarterback live. So my thinking was, you you think I'm going to go to that school and have to practice against that every day? No. I ain't going to Crockett. No way. Right, so I don't think I ever told you that. The reason, and Coach O probably mad at you right now. 
the reason I ain't go to Crockett is because I went to your senior, I don't know what, what round it was, whatever, playoff game. And I'm like, no, nah, no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> man i wish i'd have i wish i'd have known you was in there so we at least could have got you because we needed i think we we did okay but we needed yeah. somebody you know what i'm saying that could uh that could really light it up for us we probably would have been the first team to win uh win a championship other than king when your they merged i your know fault. it's all your fault because <laughs> I, I wasn't having it. i said no nah, bro he ain't about to be running through my face doing practice like that no <laughs> It is crazy how different it is now. Like, you know, even high school level, they don't tackle the quarterback. They don't get touched really yeah. until the game. So, yeah, you're right. It was different back then. For real. So, I feel like I remember Dave Spill had a special when he's talking about the, the three or four different times he met OJ, right? And so this, this is going to be the third one. Not Now, finally, I already met BG, but this is just the, the funniest story. And, and it's cool now just because, you know, you ain't got to worry about this problem no more, right? So we at the um, we at Michigan, and you know what? I think it was the Noir Fashion Show or something like that, right? Yeah. So we leave the fashion show, and you got this old Cadillac, right? It was nice back then, you know. It was old, but it was nice, right? Nice car. Yeah. And I and I'm like, I'm young, so I it's like it's a Cadillac. Cadillac is a Cadillac. Yeah. We get in there, it's raining, so we run out to the car, get in the car, like, come on, Dale, we going. It's raining like a mug, and them windshield wipers don't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't safe. This is, I'm terrified. And you just drive around like it ain't nothing. Like, hey, yeah. what we do? I sure had to get some, though. You ain't lying. I had to get them working because you're right. They was, um, I was janky boy running around. Uh, and, and whatever I could whatever I could scrap up, my daddy show uh, hooked it up for me, you know, with the Cadillac. But, you know, I had to I had to make sure I kept it up. So, you know, sometimes yeah. it ain't going to be all the way up. It's going to halfway. <laughs> Hey, we should be rolling, but I say, man, yeah, we I got the oil like, change, but the other like, stuff, yeah. That joke is funny. That, that was that's <laughs> one of my favorite stories. Cause right, what a couple months later, we're in the money. <laughs> we're in the money. We ain't gonna uh, about that no more. Man. Next time hey. I saw you, you can have the four-door porch. I said, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're doing Dang, that was the first one. That was the first one. I know man. that four-door porch is nice. I was so, you know, I wish I could replay the moments, man. Like, that time went by so fast. As you know, like, just looking at the career, it's like, dang, boy, we had some fun times. Even they fun now, but it's just a lot different when, you know, you was in college. It's a lot more free, you know what I'm saying, than anything. And, man, I'm just happy I made that choice to go to Michigan, boy, because, man, just meeting people like y'all, you know what I'm saying, just learning stories that you told me, it was just, it, it, it meant everything, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So let's talk about you growing up, right? Play for the East Side Giants. Obviously, I played for the West Side Giants. We the smash draw, but that's neither here nor there, right? Talk about growing up and what growing up in, in Detroit was like for BG. Uh, growing up, man, you know, it was it was cool because um, I had like six or seven people staying in the household. My grandma, my grandpa, my granddad, um, the uh, my, my sister, me, my mom, and my uncle. And, uh, you know, we all was in there uh, together and we was on the east side over on Corbett and Harper. And man, it was just one of those one of those things where everybody it was more family oriented. Uh, my mom didn't want to want me out after after street lights, But, you know, we had a field next door. So we would play football a lot of time, uh, sometimes baseball. Sometimes we we boxing while we got a group of people over there, people boxing each other and it turned into fights. And, you know, we hooping outside. We get a rim. You know what I'm saying? It was just it was it was good times, man. It was, you know, 
carefree, but but you did have to when you got older at the start things started to change you started getting involved with other people and people started doing other things and so that's when a challenge happened for me when I was in middle school to high school really high school you know when you get exposed to a lot and you know you got to make your choices and uh, you can't be peer pressured into stuff but uh in Detroit it was you know it was it was tough it ain't as tough as it is now like it's a lot more killing and all that even though um, it was back then, but I feel like the, the media now, social media has definitely uh, exposed a lot of areas where things happen. And, you know, every time you look up, man, somebody's getting hurt and you just want to be safe now. Now, And I, I feel like, you know, back then I used to ride the bus and do all this stuff, get the, get the um, transfer to the next route and all that stuff. But I mean, now I, I wouldn't feel as comfortable with my kids doing it, even if I wasn't in this spot because of how, how things are nowadays. The, the one thing I always admire about you, uh, a lot of things, but how positive you are, right? Even just telling that story about, you know, we had six or seven people in the house. I'm sure it wasn't six or seven rooms, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, yeah. you got, but, but the thing is for a lot of people, you know, for you, you've always taken the positive out of every single thing, right? Every single thing. All right. It's that, right? It's not, it's kind of, you could look at that as a negative, but I'm gonna look at it as a positive. What, how, what, how'd you get to that? How'd you get to, I mean, have you always been like that where, Hey, I'm gonna take the positive out of everything, and 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 then things have really worked out for you because of I that. think I think for me, I always heard my mama say, you know, you are like it's enough negative out here. Uh, try to be positive, and you know she used to say that, and you know every time I think about stuff, or even now, like as I learn, uh, the reason why people some people are angry is because of how they was brought up. Uh, some stuff they still hold on to uh, the way they family dealt with dealt with hurt and. And communication uh, is off with certain people. So you got to know that what you're dealing with. Uh, so, you know, I always try to look at the, the positives and know that we all need work. We all need help. But um, somebody got to be level-headed out of the crew, you know, out of the, uh, and I try to be that. Uh, sometimes it ain't always perfect because sometimes I don't even know that I, I have stuff on me until a situation happens. And it's like, dang, why did I react like that? You know, and so I try to really just get better with as life happened it ain't always been like this i used to be negative because i used to be around some people that was negative but i started surrounding myself and just remembering some little things that people used to tell me like my mom and other people you know it's real easy to choose to be negative but it's, it's hard to to do that do do right you know what i'm saying everything is a choice and once i realized that man i try to uh, I try to live by that every day by trying to stay positive through it all and know that everything is temporary, but uh, you do have to go through the grieving or whatever it is that you're going through. You got to feel that in order to get better. And and so I try to, you know, I try to get better every day. Yeah, you've done quite a fine job. I mean, you know, because hey, no, everybody, BG crazy. And BG didn't tame that craziness. He didn't he did stuff it away and he didn't dealt with it. Oh man, BG, you are very impressive, right? That's why you're so crazy on the field. You can let all that crazy out, right? Yeah. So then by the time you let it out, then you're good to go during the regular life. Hey, gotta be good. I, I done let it all out, you know what I'm saying? And um it, it's been cool, man. Just this journey, uh the people that I've met, uh some it ain't always been peaches and cream, you know. You would think sometimes being um you know, like good years to y'all, which y'all see on the outside, 
sometimes we might be dealing with so much on the inside, you know, that you don't even know about. And that's what, that's why I tell people, I always try to check in now because I do it better at trying to check in on people and, and just not assuming that everything is okay. And just because of what I see on the outside. Uh, yeah. So I try to be a lot better with that. And man, I'm telling you, man, like you said, I, uh, once I'm done with football, you know, I, I got to stay into it because it's just that's just my personality. Just got to get yeah. it out, man. Have fun and let let people know what's up. <laughs> man, I don't even think you ever going to be done because somehow you you like Tom Brady of, of, of the defensive line. You keep how you getting better. How are we getting better at the end of the girl? I'm confused. This is ridiculous. Man, you know what what um what what I've been doing a lot better with is the eating. You know, I like to eat, man. You know so, you like to eat. Oh, be, boy. Everybody at home. D BG loves, and when Man. I say love, I mean loves hey. to eat. Hey, I do love to eat. I ain't gonna lie, but now I love eating the right stuff. Not a lot of now that I'm in habit of doing it. At first, it used to be in habit of doing the bad stuff, and you know how I go. You getting coney, you getting, um, you getting um, all kind of uh, fast food, whatever it is. You want something new, Chinese, all that, and <laughs> it ain't just it ain't just one plate. It's two. You get you got to get an appetizer. You got to get the main course. I, I remember going going out to eat with BG is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. He ordered fifty thousand appetizers. My hey, goodness, BG. You you know How I'm like, all this? Oh, no, because gonna... I I don't want I don't want people. I don't want us to just have enough. I want us to have more than enough to where we okay. You good? Okay, I'm good too. We yeah. all good. We all cool. Cause um, you know that's just that's just how it always been, especially with my mom and them. We always just kind of add it up, put it all together. It might have not been uh, the best food for you, but you know it made it. We made it work, and um, I had to break habit of some of that to get some of that good stuff if I want to extend my career. So I think um, that's what I've been trying to do. It ain't been perfect, but I, that's what um, you know. These last couple of years, I'm working on. It. I'm working working on, it. on. So uh, BG, everybody know he play football, right? But BG plays some other sports now, and, and he did track, right? And everybody yep. probably like, oh, he did the shot put or something. But BG was a sprinter, was he not? Oh, man. Hey, 10-9 in a hundred. You know what I'm saying? I used to run 10-9. That was my thing. Hold thing. on, hold on, hold on. Say it again. What is, what is it? 10-9. 10-9. 10-9. 230. pounds. Best linebacker in the country. Ran 10-9 in a hundred meters. Yep, and then oh, I got then I got big man because I played in that Army All American game, and they wouldn't let me run track no more that off season. I mean that um during the spring because oh, the Michigan rules same thing happened to me. You can't play no sports after the All Star American yep, All American game. Yep, you just you you disqualified from all spring sports, all that stuff, and so I did that. And then I thought that was just my senior year. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be all right. I'll be good. And then I but BG Luddy. Love to eat, and that's when uh that's when all the weight came. But that's when I moved from linebacker to DN. So the best decision I ever made, you know, as much as that's the positive, you try to look at the positive. All right, right. I did what I did, but here we at, here we go now. I'm still at Michigan. They moved me to DN. I just got to learn, and I got one year with Lamar Woodley, so that was a good one to see. And, and uh, playing uh, against Jake Long every day, that was cool. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't easy. Uh, you had to come with it with them boys, but. Once I started getting in my three point and learning how to really, you know, do things, man, it was um, it was just like football. Or you just get to the ball. I, I remember watching you work one day and doing a, it was before the draft and all, you doing your towel drill, your get off drill. Everybody, like, hey, how did you get off the ball so fast? It's like, well, he played with Lamar Woodley, going against Jake Long, and he do all these drills and he work at it, right? He not yep. he the fat, and he ran ten nine, so it's in there somewhere. It's yeah. like the fastest man off the ball. Very good.
Yep. And so that's what we do, man. Like, like I tell the young boys now, like every day matter. Uh, when you in this league, every day is an evaluation. You got to make sure that you come with it every day because they pay you to practice. Like that's what, and that's how you develop their trust. And then eventually in the game, you're going to get everything you want. They're going to give you the keys to go drive and do what you want to do as long as you're making plays. And so um, all that little stuff matters. The little stuff you do every day, individual and all that stuff, you start to feel it real good on, uh, when you're in team reps. And you'll be like, man, I'm getting off the rock. And yeah. that's just from repetition. You got you to put your miles in before you can even, you know, even think to contend against somebody else. You got to put the miles in first. Yeah. So – Everybody in the city, right, growing up, everybody, oh, I'm I'm be able to make it to the league. I'm be able to make it to the league. But what I found, you know, work with a lot of young kids, every a lot of people are underconfident, right? Now. And 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 as much as people say, hey, I want to make it to the league and I'm gonna be able to make it to the league, they don't truly believe it in their heart, right? So when you were younger, you 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 thought, hey, I can make it to the league. But at what point did you say, I really have a chance, and that's what I'm gonna work for for the rest of my life until I get there? When Michigan came knocking at the door. Uh, after my junior year, like I had a really good junior year. That's when I felt it was real. I'm like, man. So I would jump right at the, like, as soon as they offered me, I was, I was there right after my junior year. That was the first offer I ever got in Michigan. Um, and that was the, you know, after that pe people started, you know, calling and doing all this stuff. But uh, my daddy was a Michigan fan. And when Michigan called, I committed. And I was, man, that's when I really thought like, man, I got a shot. And that's when all this stuff started happening where, all the choices that I was making, the friends that I was around, people started wanting to hang and do stuff. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful because I had good coaches. And then on top of that, it wasn't perfect, but, you know, God was in there, navigated me through because, um, you know, stuff started to happen, man. I'm sure you know, when, when you started getting the hype, you started getting all the attention. Everybody want to be where you at. Uh, why you ain't coming over here? Why you ain't doing this and that and all that? Man, you missing out on all this fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I had to start making making real good choices, too. I had to start turning down the fun to go work because that's what got me to this point. You can't just start slacking because you feel you made it because you got to that point. And so I had to I had to get out that habit, too, you know, uh, of doing that. But when they when they called me, um, in the office and we, we went and they offered me, man, that's when I felt it was real. Then I, I got a shot. You talk, you talked about, uh, Michigan and, and who you went against and work with. Talk about your Michigan days as a, as a whole, like, what do you take from it? And, uh, how, how was it like when you come plant through, right? You pay for two to marry, you go in with Lloyd Carr and then coach Rod comes in, right? How, how was that transformation and, and how you began to eventually work yourself into being a first round pick? Uh, well, you know, being with Coach Coach um, Coach Carr for those two years, it was uh, man. He was traditional coach, told stories, uh, talked about all the old former players and what they did, what they mean to this, and what it took to get to that last. I mean, to that bottom seat. And he used to say all the time, "Those who stay will be champions," and that's just always held true. Especially uh, the Michigan connection. Uh, I just love how they keep on grabbing back. Uh, bringing people along uh, a, a part of the team. And, and so uh, that's what kept me, you know, uh, in the beginning. And when Rich Rod came, I just kind of stuck with some of the core values that Coach Carr taught us and, and added some values that was good with with, uh, with Rich Rod, with the, strength, with the strength coach. That was a blessing to be able to meet Mike uh, and, and to be with him this whole time for my career. Uh, that was big for me because I needed that confidence, like you said, like you might think that, you got the confidence, but 
I, I'm, I didn't have that that push through that I needed until I got with Mike because I used to be just right there, still a fat boy, really, you know what I'm saying? Like just getting by. Just but naturally not, gifted and good yeah, at stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But not really taking it serious as I, as I could. And so working with Mike definitely pushed me to that, that limit and, you know, got me out of my comfort zone. And I thank him for that. And, man, when I got to the league, um, or, you know, just being there and putting them days in and just seeing what I, what I, what I look like when I, when I'm at 260, 265, how I'm moving and, and, and how people just, like you say, man, they don't want to see me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They know, they know I'm ready. And so, yeah. um, plays just started happening, man. Um, I always, I tell people, you got to always envision you making plays, even if you don't make these plays, you got to think of all the craziest possible possible plays that you can make and believe that you're going to make something, something happen today. And man, that's what I do every day. Even now, like I still pray the same. I do similar stuff that I always kind of do uh, when I think about it, uh, when I'm out on that field, man. And, um, you know, I just been thankful to be able to have the people, the men around me to, to help me and uh, people that I can learn from. Uh, Cause we all, you know, going through the grind together and I tried to, be as positive as I can, as supportive and, and help uh, help people along the way, even now bringing people up. Uh, some of these rookies coming in, hey, man, I know I'm on my way out, but you the next one, man. This I'm telling you, it ain't easy, but it's going to be worth it. One day at a time, just don't look too far ahead. Just just tackle the day. Know what you got to do. And knowing, knowing what you got to do, you're going to play fast anyway, and that's how you're going to get on that field. So, And then um, them rookies looking at you like, man, he lied to me. He's still here. How you still hey, getting better? <laughs> I know. Hey, 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 it'd be funny though, man. They called me the old man out there, and, I, and that's my motivation. Be like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna show you, old man. When I'm right. feeling like that, you ain't gonna see me anyway, so I'm gonna be yeah. gone. Be like, yeah, you ain't gonna have that one up on me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, your positive attitude ha has been great, right? Because, right, you we're gonna talk about how it felt to be a first round pick a little bit later, but you're getting the, you're getting the with the Eagles, and you just, you're not getting the reps that you really, you know that you think you should get or, or that you maybe deserve and whatever, but it was never a moment when we used to hang out or it, you were never a complainer. You were never a point the finger. Oh, this guy, this why they hating on me. Nothing, nothing, right? Every chance yeah. you got, you made a play, right? You made a play, you made a play. And eventually when a lot of people were saying, Hey, we need to get rid of Brandon Graham. You have one of the best years you get paid and he continue to get paid. And then eventually, like you said, visualizing plays, right? You make the play of anybody's lifetime. You tackle your fellow Michigan Wolverine, a strip sack, the best play that a D-lineman can make, a strip sack, right, to win the Super Bowl, right? And, and, and I just want at home people to, like, this positive attitude, it's contagious. It's contagious, and you and, and you leak over every, all over everybody, and, and it's awesome. Man, I appreciate that, man. It's just um, – I just try to do – I try to – I try to just do what I feel is on my heart. I don't try to just let it, just don't say nothing. Don't, don't you know when you had a moments when you feel you should say something and you just kind of like, ah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to let it go. Mm -hmm. I try to be better with that. Um, being the captain the last couple of years, even my first year being the captain uh, as, as an Eagle, uh, we won a Super Bowl, man. I learned a lot, uh, especially from like Malcolm, 
And Malcolm used to address a lot of the elephants that was in the room, even with coaches, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you trying to be right. We all got We all got to have that one common goal. And when something going against that goal that you said that you said you wanted to do, I got to challenge you and tell you and get you back on track. And so even uh, during this year, uh, COVID, we ain't make no excuses, but uh, we did see some things that we, uh, we we policed and I felt like we got better, but we just ran out of time. And mm-hmm. and, and people, uh, when we when we need, we put ourselves in a position where we needed stuff to happen and we should have just took care of our own business. But um, I felt like we got we got stronger as the year went on, as we addressed certain things, but we should have addressed it a little earlier. And now moving forward, I kind of know, um, you know, even I, I even got even better as a leader. So I'm, I'm excited for what's to come, you know, uh, when, when, when we do play next year. So with every guest, I talk about a turn back moment. Right. And and somebody even as positive as Brandon Graham and, and, and I try to be positive. We all have moments in our life where it's just like, man, maybe this not working out. Maybe I need to shut it down. Maybe maybe I need to turn back. But when we do turn back. Right. You assure that whatever you wanted, it was never going to happen for you. Right. At what point in your life did it did you have that low moment of hey maybe maybe this ain't it maybe maybe I'm not doing maybe I'm you know as as an athlete or as as just socially as a person? Uh, when I got hurt my first year in the league, you know uh, I got I tore my knee. Uh, it was real bad. This was the first time I ever dealt with injury, ever had surgery for anything. Um, pretty much, I never been under the knife other than just being sore and, you know, hurting from the game, but never had to get surgery for anything. And so that was the first time. And it was real bad. I had microfracture. I had to wait on my bone to grow back and my cartilage to grow back. And so it was tough because I was off my feet for two months. I couldn't put no pressure or nothing on it. And man, uh, everybody rid me off. And so I was just like, dang. And then they brought people in to uh, replace me. They signed big deals. And, you know, um, when I did come back, I had a coach that that was tough on me, man. This wasn't – he was just an old school, grumpy old man that just wasn't – you know what I'm saying? At the time, I just – that's somebody I needed. But really, um, it, I, I, I was too young, you know, at the time to really appreciate it. Um, but it was still tough because – uh, like I say, I, I, I was never always this positive, but at that time, if I could tell myself, uh, just just stay strong, just keep on going. And I did because I had people that was telling me that. But once it clicked, uh, everything was cool. But that was my low moment uh, right there because, man, that's where I thought, dang, you know, I got to the league and now I'll go through this. And, man, I, it took me two years pretty much. And they really brought people in to replace me. And I had to work from the ground up, man. And, you know, luckily I was a first rounder and they didn't want to waste no money to where they felt like, well, we give him a couple, uh, another year and we'll see, see what he do. And, and, and I ended up, you know, doing okay. I wasn't, I wasn't the best, but you know, it was enough to keep me here. And so after that, that's when things started to take off even more. I started to learn uh, the, the business side a little more of myself and then learn how to, what they expect every day of, of what they expect of me uh, on that field, what they want to see. And man, um, and, and pretty much my production went up, my attitude, my attitude changed every year, started hanging out with a different group of friends where, you know, he had to cut some, you had to cut some dead weight sometimes, man, and it's tough because them people that you thought was going to be with you forever, but some people just don't know they, they hurting you uh, more than they helping you. And, uh, I had to realize that myself. And so once I kind of got away from all the distractions, got married, man, had, started having kids, my focus definitely changed. 
that, that's a that's a great story of of the name of the show for progress and, and at home right I, you know i talk to a lot of young kids and try to help them out and, mm-hmm. and 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 at home i just want to take from that a first rounder right a first round pick right now and, and we ain't gonna tell how much money you got but it's <laughs> quite a bit of money when you're in that first round especially them top 15 picks they actively tried to replace you in one year, right? Yeah. So you get kids around here who get scholarships, right? Scholarship to college, that, that, that ain't what you got, right? You get It's a little different, right? First round pick scholarship is not, not even comparable. But but, but it's still you. the same, like pressure-wise. Like they want you to come come through. You a five-star, you, you got to come right now. We need you right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at home, just know, because you got a scholarship, because you – whatever because you got ranked the five star it ain't over because they will actively try to replace you and won't feel bad about it right am, am i am nope. i right nope they won't feel bad and, it, and it's a hundred other guys that's willing to take your spot right now and you know uh once they feel that they already seen what they needed to see from you and you ain't it boy they show you for real and it's sad that it'd be like that because they yeah. got they did all this to get you and then uh, they real quick to, to open that door and be like, all right, bye. You know what I'm saying? Please, Especially, please leave. <laughs> yeah, please, please. We need your spot because we you need ain't your it. spot. We got to get you up out of here. We need your spot. In, in NFL, we need that money we pay you. And in college, yep. we need that scholarship for somebody else. We need it for somebody else. We need somebody that's going to help us. And so, man, don't don't take it personal. It ain't nothing personal. It's straight business. And so you treat your you treat yourself as such. And if you feel like you got somebody that don't believe in you, you move on and go somewhere else. Don't feel bad about it because other people I've seen left and we'd be like, dang, why we let them go? Like, you know, somebody took they, – they, they, they already – um written you off too early and somebody else cast in on you you know what i'm yeah. saying they found that that jackpot that jackpot ticket and yeah and, you know they made it work so sometimes it's a scheme thing sometimes it's uh it's just a personality thing like some coaches just you know just got to be dominant over other players and some players just don't want to hear all that and so yeah. that's how you get kicked sometimes and sometimes you can't focus on your game like you need to because you ain't in a good environment. So it's not good for both parties. So, man, it's always light at the end of the tunnel. But just make sure that you do and exhaust everything that you can uh, where you at because sometimes it ain't greener on the other side, Um, you know, especially if you got something good that you, you know, that you can fight through. Don't just run from every little situation, you know, try to fight, especially if if you can. The way you did, you did a great job. Now, being a first-round pick and – Realizing your dream, I'm sure. I'm sure anybody can imagine greatest feeling ever, right? You you feel great, and you and, and you finally realize, hey, everything that I work for, I can get it, right? But it's a lot of other stuff, right? We had a lot of conversations about stuff you had to deal with that you would never know, right? You just became a millionaire. You're supposed to be living your life, and now you're kind of dealing with some struggle. What struggles after being a first round pick did you face uh, that you can share with everybody? Uh, you know what? Just, I wish I wish everybody could get, have some money so you can see how fast that junk go by if you just keep on giving it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I feel like uh, for me, it was tough because I'm so nice and I had to, I didn't realize some things that I grew up, like what we say, we grow up and don't know some things that, you know, you, you didn't know that you didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to communicate because that ain't what we did in my family, really. Mm-hmm. We just kind of let stuff go and we dealt with it on our own and um that that exposed me a little bit because 
you know, people knew I was nice and I really didn't know how to really say no. Yeah, and took advantage a little bit. And once I started getting myself right uh, with, with the wife, wife uh, wifey came in my life. She helped me uh, in areas. I had boys uh, that helped me, like my boy Danny, you know. Uh, Danny, you know, he helped me. Yep, he helped me a whole lot. And, and really, it was more so the money part of it. And the relationship started to change on how people viewed me. Like when they seen me, it was a lot different than what they seen me when I didn't have nothing. So, you know, it was like- When you wish uh, your wife was going to work and it was different. Yeah, it's just different. It's just different. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I want to help everybody, but at the same time, you 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 know that you can't. And and, and really, it showed me a lot of good things too. Uh, a lot of good things. And, and, and the good things was bad, but at least I know who you are now. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for showing me that. And now it's on me to make that choice to get get you know help you and uh, and sometimes help you is, is is feeding you with a with a spoon you know what I'm saying from from far away you know what I'm saying and so yeah. um, I love you but at the same time I gotta I gotta move on from you because you know some people got some hurt and they think that money gonna change it it ain't gonna change it it's just gonna you know just you're gonna still be hurt. And so uh this ain't this ain't gonna help me or you. I'm gonna, it's gonna put a hole in my pocket and it ain't gonna help you. It's just gonna crutch you yeah. to where you what you really gotta deal with. And that's your uh that's stuff that's that's past struggle. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. And and and, it, and it's it's family, friends, people, mm -hmm. people that just wanna latch on and be a part of something that you of greatness, right? That you have created for yourself, right? And, and it and it's almost super selfish where it's like, I didn't did all this work. I didn't turn down all that fun. I didn't. I didn't did everything that I possibly can to become what I've become. And now you want me to hand it out to you without you ever having worked for nothing. Nothing, you know. And so, and, and then get mad at you because you made that decision to choose you over over, you know, over them. And so I'm like, look, at the end of the day, I wouldn't put you in that position to choose. And so, uh, don't put it. Don't put me in that. And if we got a real relationship money that stuff will come all that stuff will, will happen if i see that you're struggling and i want to help i'm gonna help but sometimes people don't want that type of help that you're giving because all the time i ain't trying to throw no money at you maybe i'm the, the shoulder that you need to lean on to get your mind right for what's to come and maybe that's your that's your that's your extra push that you needed to get you where you're trying to go because every like like you say i mean like i said money ain't gonna change nothing you know, you just, sometimes it's just you getting over a situation that you. It's going to put a Band-Aid on what you think. Right. And then it's, mm -hmm. just, it's just going to still be there. It's still going to be there. I want you to be able to, you know, talk about whatever it is that you're going through. Get over that so that you can have a clear mind to attack what you what you really love to do. And that what's stopping you is is this is, is this little situation that you can't seem to let go. And sometimes it's your mom situation, your dad not being there or whatever it is. But uh, most of the time, it's once you talk about it, you can get past it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 great. I mean, this, this has all been great for sure. I want to do, uh, you know, a high school yearbook, right? The, the high school superlatives and all that stuff, right? So I want to yeah. do Brandon Graham's NFL teammate superlatives, right? So we got got a couple here, and we're going to just wrap them off. And, and you can tell a story if you want to as to why uh why why these people become whatever you know whatever it is. So Brandon Graham's NFL teammate superlatives. Ready? Okay, let's go. All right, connected at the hip, right? So you know you always got that that class relationship, whatever the the best friends, right? 
Who is it? You and somebody or two teammates that that was connected at the hip? Uh, Vinny Curry and Fletcher Cox. They connected at the oh, hip. Oh, they funny. <laughs> they yeah, yeah, both of them together. Yeah, I remember you had them at your camp. I'm like, man, they basically the same person. They the same, ain't they? They the same. Yeah, you know, yeah, them too. All right, uh, weirdest teammate. You say who? Weirdest teammate. Ooh, weirdest teammate. Oh man, let me see. If I had to say so socially awkward, let me see. Uh, <laughs> let me think about this. Who uh, who kind of just walked past me? Don't say nothing. Uh, you know how I go because that's BG don't say nothing. It's so wrong. Well, you know, some people they 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 gonna say something like after they get to know you, but at first, who was the one? Uh I ain't gonna say he weird, but he just quiet. Uh Isaac, uh support uh he's Samoan, he uh he our guard, he's our yeah. guard, you know. I can tell you didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, hey, I gotta get you out your comfort zone right there, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. Most likely to become president. Most likely to become president. Uh, used to be Malcolm, uh, but he ain't here no more. Brother Malcolm. I gotta say, if I got to say uh, McLeod, though, Rodney. Okay. Yeah. So it it can be any teammate. It don't have to be on your team right now. No. That you've had while at because you've been there for quite some time, right? So they yeah. ain't come and gone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, most athletic, right? So the one that... The one in, in your high school that got all the athletic ability, they play every single sport, they can do everything. The most athletic teammate you've ever had. Most athletic teammate, let me see. Uh, hmm, let me see. If I had to go with, oh, Deshaun. Deshaun, that boy nice. He nice. At 150 pounds. <laughs> 150 pounds, but that boy can move fast, you know what I'm saying, and cut you up. Yeah. All right, most dramatic. Um, uh, LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> yeah, shady, shady, shady. Yeah, he fun. Like he funny though. He just got that. He just funny, man. You know what I'm saying? And he he dramatic. Like everything is, yo, uh, you know. Him and Vinny is neck and neck with that though. Yeah. Uh, the funniest teammate you ever had. Funniest, uh, Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. Boy. Really? I don't see boy, that. Boy, that boy funny, man. He is funny because, you know, he already going to challenge people. You know, he going to have you in an uncomfortable position because yeah. he going to say some stuff that, you know, some people like happy that you said it, but it's like, whoa, he said that. You know what I'm saying? He he really addressed like, you know, things that people want to say, but he 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 got he he got that courage to say it all the time. <laughs> So, man, he most funny. likely to be late to the team playing. Now, at uh, home, I just look, want y'all to know nobody's ever late to the team playing. So, you know. nobody, nobody ever yeah. late, but but, but uh, who most likely would be LeGarrette, LeGarrette Blunt? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I used to, uh, me and him, he'd be like, Hey, BG, come, come get me, um, you know, so I can go to the so we go to the what's the name? Now, I come get him, and I still be waiting, like, I come a little early. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, you know me, I'm I ain't trying to be playing with that time. Proactive, yeah. And boy, we be playing to the to the end. Like I got 10 minutes and I know we around the corner, but boy, we run we we had a light for too long. We gonna be late. You know what I'm saying? So uh LeGarrette. All right. Most likely to cry watching Beauty and the Beast. Dang. Most likely to cry. Who emotional? Uh 
Let me see. Uh, most likely to cry. Or the notebook. Or any of the movies that you probably shouldn't right. cry, but it's like, man, why are you crying? I mean, I guess it's kind of sad. <laughs> uh, my boy Jordan, uh, Jordan Malata. He uh, yeah. our left tackle. Yeah, he from uh, Australia. He a nice guy. Yeah, he cool. Big boy though, like six eight, three sixty. You looking over, hey man, can I can I get that pop? What? Are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> man, these yeah. mama just got the movie. Yeah. That's him. That's him all day. That's him. So you you give back a ton, right? You got you got team ground that I'll try to help with uh whenever you come and have your case. Obviously, COVID messed everything up this year, right? But you've been having yep. and everything. And uh, so what, what did that all come from, though? Like, what did it come from BG wanting to give back so much? Right? You, you, you talk about how you lift teammates up, right? You lifted me up. You lift, and I've never seen BG meet somebody and not try to help them in some way, right? And so where did that all come from? Uh, you know, come it came from, you know, just what was instilled in me growing up. And then, like I said, I met my wife and, you know, she pushed me to actually do it uh, instead of just talk about it. Because at first it was just all talk this is what I want to do. I used to just go to other people's stuff, but I never had something of, of what I call, you know, our baby, you know what I'm saying? What we doing. Mm. Uh, and once I got with the wife, you know, she really pushed me uh, to take it to that next, next level of, come on, let's, let's put, let's put it into action. And so um, that's what, that's what got me going even more. Even now, like, you know, we try to figure out what we can do during COVID uh, just to, you know, stay, stay, you know, relevant on that, on letting people know that, you know, it don't matter what's in front of us. Uh, we can always be creative on, on, on how we want to help. And so it ain't always got to be money. It could just be time spent with people and uh, just letting people know that they will start about. Now the, the Super, the Super Bowl was a couple of days ago and obviously you a Super Bowl champion. We talked about it a little bit uh, earlier. What, um, what was it like the feeling of, you know, sacking, you know, Tom Brady for the Super Bowl, ball coming out. And, and I made a long uh, Instagram or, or Twitter post. Why would you leave BG one-on-one with a guard? He's about to whoop him. <laughs> he's going to get the quarterback. You need to double him. Get him back over there and do something because he's beating his guard to sleep. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Man. I, what did that feel like? You know, standing on the podium with your back. I mean, it was, it's like, it's like a storybook and they need to make a movie out. Like, how did that feel? Like, how did all that feel? Man, it felt good. It felt real good because in those, in that moment, I tried to make sure I celebrated with everybody, made sure I ran up on everybody, had my, my different moments with everybody. You know, anybody that I kind of came across, you want to enjoy that whole, whole moment, man. And when I was able to have my family on that podium, and you know, baby girl seen that uh, that 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 uh, trophy, and the wife seen that, and they both birthdays, fourth and the fifth, and we plan on the fourth tomorrow. Next day is the, is the fifth wife birthday, and you know, it was just a lot going on. Uh, but man, for us to go out and actually win it and make that play against Brady, somebody that went to Michigan, somebody that they talked about to us, you know, uh, when we was playing. On um, what that what them boys did '97 and all them boys and you know them boys winning rings and championships and then you see what Brady doing in the league and you know you you just seen what he did against the Falcons the game uh, Super Bowl last year before we played him. and so uh, in that moment man you knew that anything is possible uh, we just needed to go out there and, and execute um, because we had 500 yards offense in that game but uh, when it came down to it we made the play. 
uh, to to stop that so where we can, um, you know, win the game. And I'm happy that I was able to uh, do that for the team, man, because it, uh, it was a big moment for me uh, when we won that thing, and it was a big moment when I made that play, too. Now, when you made that play, I made that play. Well, I said, boy, look at me second him. We yeah. did that. That was us. Yeah. We did yeah. it, baby. Hey, because you know, man, you know it took – Man, I'm telling you, just from all the people that I've been in contact with, players that I've played with up to that point, man, uh, never won a championship. I only won a championship, really, was a city championship, but it ain't nothing like winning the last game of the season, the States, yeah. uh, and, you know, being done with the season. That was the first time I ever um, finished the season out on the last game of the season. So, uh, man, that was a big one for me. First year being the captain, been in the league, adversity, everything, fought through, for progress, unmatched. And you get you a Super Bowl in that lad. That that was that, I was so happy for you, and I'm and I'm sure everybody else was. Uh, that, that I mean that's the end. So we, I used to do a two minute drill with every guest. We got three questions. Uh, it's gonna start off like blah blah blah, and then you're gonna finish the sentence, right? So the first one is BJ has become a success because, and you finish the sentence, and two more similar to that. And you got two minutes to answer it. I know you a D lineman, so you don't worry about timeouts and all that. You just worry yeah, about getting the quarterback. Right, so but no timeouts and uh, okay. two minutes. Ready? Yeah. Uh, clock to start after I read the first question. BG has become a success because BG has come a success because of uh, him listening to his family, uh, him worried about uh, taking care of his family and making a choice to get up every day and uh, go put some work and go put some action um, to to my day on on where I'm trying to go. Michigan football will function best if? Michigan football will function best if they finally get a number one, and that's a quarterback. <laughs> my advice to anyone trying to create their own forward progress is? My advice to anyone trying to create their own forward progress is don't believe what people uh, say that you can't do because you can do anything you want to do. You just got to decide every day to do it and even when it gets harder you got to decide to say you know what can't nothing stop me from where I'm going and I believe and you got to believe you got to have that confidence that what we talked about and um that's and you should be fine that's awesome you you did it with 50 seconds left you already sacked Tom Brady the Super Bowl is over they about to kneel down that's the game um we already talked about team Graham right and so where can you go to donate? And is there any other uh, things you got going that you want to talk about and tell people that go donate here or support this yep. year? People can go to our website, teamgram55.com, or uh, and they can uh, hit the do get a give a donation online uh, at, on our website, or they can go um, to our Instagram, teamgram55, and um, you know, mine's is sack is s a c k underscore fifty five, and uh, the wife's. Carlene Graham, uh, C-A-R-L-Y-N-E, Graham, G-I-R-A-H-A-M, uh, all together. That's awesome. Tell Carl I said happy birthday. And tell the kid I said hello. Appreciate you coming on. This has been Forward Progress. Jay Reed, play us out. Forward Progress, it's Forward Progress, it's Forward Progress. Welcome to Forward Progress. Forward Progress, it's Forward Progress, it's Forward Progress. Welcome to Forward Progress. Forward progress.